This is just winging it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do a full, real episode for you this week, like a real humdinger of a full, full-length episode, just yeah. for our fans who have been patiently waiting and are about to get some bad news. Which is Which that is... we will not be <laughs> recording next week, um, and we're probably going to switch to a bi-weekly format, honestly, because, uh, you know, the holidays, and there's just a lot of lot of stuff going on at our work that you don't want to hear about, um, and I think we just need a little, you know, we need a little balance, that's all. Just a little bit of harmony. A little bit of harmony. You know? So I think what we're going to do is do a bi-weekly thing for a few weeks at least. Yeah, just um, just see we, how it goes. until a little bit later in the calendar year, and yeah. then we can reevaluate. But but we were looking at our schedules, and it was like oh, this is going to be super 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 difficult. Yeah, so uh, we'll still be here. We'll, we'll still, still be, be recording. Here. Yeah, but it will be uh, slightly less frequently, just for a little while. Exactly. So bear with us. Yeah, or do better than bear with us. Why don't you just enjoy it? Because <laughs> <laughs> bearing with us, that's a, that's a little bit. You know, I don't want to put that on anybody. Yeah, so yeah. Just, just we want to be more inspirational than that. Exactly. Right. So, John, I am... Uh, I and am, I am John Abdullah, by the way. Oh, congratulations on yeah. Patrick Green. Yeah. That, was a, that was a really fluid And this is transition. still just winging it. Did, we we, ever, we did just you did say all that, that in the beginning? I did, yeah. You so did? Which, meant, which meant that this is all part of our intro rather than what we were going to do, which is a bumper. But it's fine. Nobody cares. That's true. Well, yeah. you know what? It's a fluid environment, John. It's a fluid environment. It's a fluid environment, John Go. Abdullah. You were going to say something. I'm Patrick Green. We've already introduced ourselves, but that's okay. Yes, and I'm John Abdullah. Because I'm Patrick Green. And I'm John And Abdullah. I got way too many travel shots. Yesterday, travel shots, travel shots. Yeah, I had to go like to the, Instagram. You, what do you mean? You, you've been to the, the Africa. You've been all over the place. You know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? So you know when you, when you go to, to different countries, depending on the immunizations that are that yeah. you have or that oh you need to those get, shots, you have to go so to a travel doctor. I immediately doctor, was thinking right? like photo shots, you know, because that's where I did that my brain too. Would go, but that that doesn't have any impact yeah. on my alertness. Oh, so you got all your shots yesterday? Yeah, like all at once. Oh man, and, uh, I've done that before where it's all at once. It's rough. It is. It is really unexpectedly uh, <laughs> playing into my inability to articulate myself. Well, quite and you a know you get the sheet where it's like one in five people get this and one in ten people get this. Yeah. I always get everything. Yeah. I don't Swelling, know about you. rashes, yeah. diarrhea, diarrhea, explosive diarrhea, yep. the fever, the fever. No, my fever was like super bad. That, that's the so the only actual side effect that I had was yeah. uh, feeling kind of faint uh-huh. for most of the day yesterday, but also this fever that was like really. I think it was higher. You were than just it was walking around the office with one of those fans, you know, <laughs> yeah. and fainting on people. <laughs> so you know, he was like, there, "There'll be a low grade fever," which makes sense because you've been injected with four hundred different things. That like would my, make my sense. arms yesterday were just like just layers of band aids. Right. Like the kids were like calling me Frankenstein last night because I'm just, just imagining. Like, Right, all your cells who are like this allied force, you know, standing on a in a line like in a war, you know, any battle Ideally, scene. Yeah. And they're just getting decimated by <laughs> the things that are getting injected. It's like into the beginning you. of Saving Private Ryan, but that's my immune system. It's like Game of Thrones when all the uh what are they called? Oh, you didn't actually watch all of it, did you? No, we have some gaps, but but did I Did you watch I, the last I will, season? I will, uh no. Okay. I do know So what I won't give though. it away. No, you can give it away. The battle scene. This is a spoiler alert. The infamous everybody. like you're talking about when Daenerys episode comes where back. it's so dark that you can't even like she see burns what's everybody. happening in the whole episode. So the Dothraki go in and like you know in this like mass um, diarrhea, <laughs> this mass uh, horseback riding you know cloud of people into kill the uh, the White Walkers and all their I forget what they're called the like the actual. Um, uh, people who have turned or whatever or have come back to life, but anyway, mm-hmm. and they just get destroyed, you know. All they're like all holding flames, and all the flames just go out. And it's it's really it's a picturesque scene, but that's what I'm imagining your immune system. It's has basically gone it was that right now. I was the mother of dragons yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was like so intense. And and I, so as I was saying before we started recording, yeah. I was in this work session yesterday that I was kind of added to at the last minute, right? And it was like six and a half hour. It was like the, which is just the what you want day. at work, you know, a last minute addition to a six and a half hour before meeting. you're out for two weeks, right? Before I, you're out for two was, weeks, it was it was not That's ideal the best situation to be yeah. in. Uh, so, but you know, I was excited. I was like, okay, fine. This you is an adaptive be. environment. Yeah, yeah. I can deal with it. It's gonna be fun. Um, I, I really, I do great in situations where you're not supposed to know anything because I like, I just fit into <laughs> yeah, that paradigm. Really that's nicely. like your sweet spot. <laughs> my, situations my sweet where... spot is being unprepared and yeah. confused and then just sitting there and being supportive <laughs> of other people figuring out what to do. Yeah. So I figured that was, that was what was going to happen. I didn't sure. really think through this scenario. So the travel doctor thing was in the, it was in the morning. So I was able to be there for most of the session. Mm-hmm. I get back from the travel doctor. I'm like, I'm like very lightheaded. Like, I was texting Micah about this because she knows all these like side effects. Just now, in case, know? so you had it documented with someone that if you just passed out, you know, yeah, like it was kind of the last will and testament. She'd be able thing. to, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, I was like, 
I, I was having a very hard time like focusing on mm-hmm. what was going on as opposed to normal, and it, yeah. which is the, my my default focus is, is already your strong that, suit. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm best People at. know you for that. Yeah, my my, my careful <laughs> attention to detail. Um, so you know, I'm like, I'm sitting in this room, and of course, we were in the session. We the session was a number of breakout groups. Mm-hmm. Okay, most yep. of the breakout groups were virtual. It was kind of a virtual teaming scenario. Okay. Yeah. I was in the one that was locked into an office the size of a cl- it was basically a closet converted into an office. <laughs> so there were like eight of us in this room around this very small table. Yeah. Um and I could t- and as I'm sitting there and I see people start fanning themselves, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, holy shit. And they didn't shit. get the shots yesterday, so. No, they didn't. I was like, I am my fever is getting so bad that other people are getting affected by like the increase. I'm looking at the windows and there's fog on the windows. And my I'm like, vision of you in that moment shit. is like one of those wax museum people. Yeah. Um, but if you were to put them out into like a hot 90 degree summer day and they melting? just start melting. Yeah. Like yeah, it's I just you like dripping, like wax f- melting down your whole body. Yeah. And then the wick came out and they're like, <laughs> what the hell? He was a candle. No, it was so, I was so hot and I'm sitting there. And, and so I'm also like confused cause now I missed an hour and a half of the session. So I yeah. missed the entire beginning of it. Oh good. So the I'm sitting there yeah. not only discombobulated and making everybody, you know, think that we're in the Again, tropics. This is your sweet spot. It is. But I had no clue what was going on. And I'm yeah. sitting there trying to understand it. And like the words are moving in front of my head. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. So I just kind of start getting really quiet and sitting there. And I'm like sweating profusely. Um, and literally at one point, one of our VPs comes in to just check how it's going. Was that when I walked by you and you were in a conference room with no other people? I think you, this was just a delusion. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting there in a conference room. Alone. Reacting to other people who aren't there. Yeah, having full conversations with just like dolls. With like 104 bought. temperature. Yeah. <laughs> so like this, this, you know, this, this person comes in to check how it's going and she opens the door and literally goes, Oh, wow. Like, there must be an air conditioning problem. She literally <laughs> thought there was something wrong with the heat. That's how hot I was. Wow. So then I go out to go, like, take medication for it. You know, yeah. like, find, like, the aspirin or whatever. Um, I was like, and, what uh, medication are you taking? Like, a cool down <laughs> medication? Yeah, like, I, I, it was ice cubes. Yeah. Again, very, very rigorous <laughs> medical procedure. No, I, I was supposed to take Tylenol. So okay. I'm, like, going through, yeah. like, the, you know, we have these, like, emergency Tylenol, do, yeah. like, you know, cabinets. And I, like, can't even figure out what the Tylenol. I'm, like, looking at Band-Aids. <laughs> I'm, like, that's not Tylenol. And meanwhile, I'm in a work session that is specifically supposed to be, like, a high-functioning, like, creative, intense problem-solving, thinking outside the box. And I am in fight-or-flight mode internally. <laughs> and I go back and sit down, and people are like, you doing okay? I'm, like, oh, I'm like, great. I'm great. You, like, you were probably off. Like, I bet you rocked it. No, I did I not rock well it. Enough. I had no ideas the entire time. Well, I had Nuh-uh. ideas that got shot down. That's uh, well, never happened. Eventually, before. I was like, okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to like make a big. My I, my ideas were like we should basically go to like ad agencies that work with private sector jobs. And and, and meanwhile, this idea. this yeah. woman in the room was like, this is a two month experiment like this needs to like, be something what we can do in two about? months with firefighter dollars mm-hmm. and i'm like we need to work with like nike's ad agency to reevaluate <laughs> the ways we talk about inequality we need to hire colin nobody... kaepernick and i started getting like we do i started getting That's like true. angry too do. yeah and I, I was i was like aware but at the moment i was like because you know what we do a shit job and everybody's like yeah yeah i was like we don't know how to talk about poverty people yeah. like yeah yeah i'm like we don't know how to... and then i was like okay nobody's cheering i'm just sitting here yelling for no reason right it was a weird experience but you know what i made some new friends here you are they have a very different idea of who i am now as yeah. this uh, you know sweaty discombobulated person who's very immune um and the, i will close by saying that the the best part of all this is that before i go to africa which these immunizations are for yeah. i'm going to los angeles in a couple of days mm-hmm. so everybody on my team who knew that i was going to los angeles uh was confused because they were like why is he getting a thousand travel shots <laughs> and go to los angeles la is tough these days it's a tough town anyway how you doing i'm good i'm good you know i'm excited for uh for this episode and having having joe on soon and be able to talk to him who talked to us a while ago about his uh journey into uh, his first steps into the journey that was being a stay-at-home dad. So that'll be really exciting to talk to him soon. Um, I, you know, the one thing I wanted to note right now that's been on my mind a lot over the last few days, we just... Diarrhea. Couple, yeah, aside from diarrhea. Uh, a couple days ago was election day. And, uh, you know, this was one where a lot of local elections were happening. I have to say, knowing your town yeah. and having multiple sets of friends who live there, because yeah. we're just so popular. <laughs> you probably saw so much. I've been getting a very uh, in-depth view into this, including some of our best friends who live very close to you, yes. who uh, are a divided household on their mayoral candidates. Oh, wow. And, and I honestly uh, was shocked because their their yard has different si- contradictory signs that. in it. I Did was you? wondering about that, but yeah. that was during the primary election, so they, I'm sure they're on the same oh, that's page right. now. that's right. That was the primary. Yeah, okay. exactly. So so how did it go last night? So 
here's what I want to talk about briefly because you know this isn't the whole episode. Um, local politics. I you know this was a year for me where I feel like yeah, lo- getting into local politics is just something that you know we bo- both work at a at a global nonprofit who and we're focused on some of these global issues. We've also been focused on certainly some domestic issues in this country have been very prominent over the last few years. Um, and I, I can't speak for you, but for me, you know, I haven't been as as focused on the local election stuff. Um, I always vote, certainly. And I, you know, my my due diligence is like the day before doing some research to see which candidate I want to support. And right, that sort of right. thing. And frankly, a lot of times it's pretty obvious. Um, you know, in some cases, it's the classic where it's like, you know, there's four seats and there's four people running for it. And yeah, I'm like, um, many of these are uncontested. Exactly. This year was the first where I actually felt so plugged into local politics, and it was exciting. You were you know? freaking out. Um, we had so our our ward um, specifically. Our ward. Our ward. Um, I love that word. Um, it it had a uh, pretty like you know more. Um, There's more contrast between the candidates, and and you know I I knew early on that I was getting behind someone who I had um, become friends with, and. Uh, it was really interesting to see it from, you know, a little bit more of an insider perspective and talk to him about some of that and also, you know, just get more involved locally. Um, and so I didn't do canvassing. I probably should have, um, you know, in terms of like door to door, that kind of stuff, because that's certainly a big part of it. But, you know, I just it was it was interesting being more plugged in and both in terms of the mayor, mayoral as well as this very super local just ward level um, with the candidate that I was supporting. And so what we ended up doing actually is, um, the, you know, the way we did volunteer is on the day of, it's a big deal to like go out and hold signs. Like that's something that I can actually influence people who, you know, cause like we just said, a lot of people last minute, they're making their decision. They're not sure or whatever. And so, um, Bethany and I with the kids that night on election day went and held signs with some other friends of ours. Um, and, uh, you know, we, you know, as people go in, we held signs to try to influence those last, you know, people who were going. And it was just like the, the energy that was there was really exciting. You know, our group was standing next to the group with the who were supporting the other candidate. But it was like totally, you know, it was it was totally civil. And, you was know, tension. Um, we got into a little bit of a duel. Yeah, I was thinking was about like how we all tension? had the weapon already. You know, we were holding the you signs with the huge wooden stakes. Yeah, could have vampire killed. We totally could have. And I think we I think we could have taken them. To be honest, Halloween. yeah, yeah, we could have totally done it. Um, plus, my boxing skills, you know, I just that's true. Finally, since honed. I've been doing the boxing class, I basically anyone I pass now on the street, I'm like, yeah, I think I could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we did this, and it just felt good to be there, and like you could feel the energy. And I wanted to share this this story because it just highlights the importance and the you know opportunity behind getting involved because the election between these two candidates came down How to many votes, John? four fucking votes. Wow. Four votes. So they're going to actually do a recount. It's not even... It's a contested it's four, election. four votes in favor of the other candidate oh, man. winning, um, well, which immediately, immediately the way I operate is like, I immediately felt guilty that I didn't do more because I'm like, fuck. This was, for me, this was Hillary all over again, even mm. though in that case it was ridiculous because I'm like, I should have went to New Hampshire, and you know, um, even though clearly, you know, I wouldn't have made a difference in that situation but this is small enough this is where one where i probably one could have conversation gotten, with two people at a grocery store you could have almost i legitimately could have influenced like four other people I that's bet. huge power john so well, i mean you know we're saying it half jokingly but like how exciting is that to, yeah. you know because we often hear about this every vote matters you know and and i almost said shit um <laughs> and and it's true and i guess you know a highlight for me is that it's worth paying attention to global and domestic certainly mm-hmm. i believe that and you know at a country level it's also so important um, to focus on, you know, your your community where your vote literally could be the difference and you have such an influence on your community. And so, yeah, it was just really exciting and we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, I felt proud about it in terms of being a parent and having my kids there and like, you know, introducing more of that to them. And uh, I don't think I would quite bring myself to run myself for a candidate. Um, Do I hear, is this, are you announcing your this candidacy an, for the 2022 <laughs> local elections? I'm just going right to the presidency. You're going just point, to the presidency. Yeah. Because anybody can okay, do it, well, clearly. Good luck with that. Um, no, but <laughs> I, I'm, I, I would definitely, like, I want to support, you know, candidates more in the future. I think that could be kind of fun. So anyway, I'll close it out there because we should, we should talk to Joe, who's been standing by, um, and I look forward to what we're going to hear from him. But I just thought that was kind of a neat example of, you know. We should only talk about local politics with him. Let's do it. We should just come into it, <laughs> just him. totally be like, hey, let's talk about like first selectman candidates. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I know local local politics is an is an amazing it's incubator exciting. and and an amazing way to see uh, microcosms of change that you know are happen elsewhere. But with local yeah. politics, you see the effects of your actions. That's you right. Know, next week, a direct effect. Yeah, you know? and and because of the at least in our time, which I've talked about a little bit in the past, there, there's so much work with accountability and yeah. being open and transparent that we get like lots and lots of briefing documents. We know exactly how the money's being spent. And I, and I find that so thrilling. It, it it's, is. It's actually it's thrilling. thrilling. That's it exactly thrilling. the word. Because there yeah. are a lot of things we don't have control over. But like you're saying, local elections, we do have a lot of control yeah. in that situation. And all that, those local elections and candidates um, and then government officials then I think feed into the bigger system. Mm-hmm. You know, So there is this cascading thing that happens too where um, – that change at the local level does influence totally. Global, so. so just think, yeah. if you'd actually done the work to get those four more votes, I know you could be swinging the presidential election. <laughs> so I'm just saying, remember, you know, that night. I still November. can't bring myself to do the door to door thing. I'm sorry, it just feels wrong. Did I tell you I got a gun pulled on me doing that? What? Yeah. All right, guess, we'll save that for another state story. it was in. New Hampshire? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll that makes it. sense. All right, we'll, we'll save, save that. All right, we'll talk. We'll have an episode about that maybe. Okay. All right. Just one hack. So, Joe, I'm I'm so excited to talk to you because this is like, you know, we're actually able to see what it's like. Uh, how many months later? How many months ago was it that we talked? Um, it's been uh, 10 months. 10 months. Actually. 10 months. Yeah. So 10 was, months um, into Joe's experience December of becoming a stay-at-home dad. You're going to hear the real audio from the battle zone <laughs> of stay-at-homeness. Um, I don't know what stay at homeness that that's there's, there's definitely a better word for that. There's definitely a better stay word. at homeness. <laughs> what would it be? Uh, stay at home domiciliary hood. hood. It's hood. Stay at home hood. Domiciliary. Stay at hood. Yeah. Stay at home hood. <laughs> um, the stay at home hood. Yeah, stay at home hood. So how how's it treating yeah. you? How you doing, Joe? Uh, it's good. Yeah, you're gonna hear the real the real stuff today. Yeah, uh, we that's we finished eating lunch, about. but um, my son is sick, and so he is. Uh, Currently trying to pull hats down from hooks that he can't quite reach. Yep. Classic and then yelling move. at me about it. So um, you also maybe, well, uh, on the video, but not for your listeners, get a, a tour of my house as I walk around and try to keep him from hurting himself. It's yeah, a- this is the first time we've had a mobile <laughs> recording setup. I have to say, yeah. you, usually when we've done this, which is only literally one other time, um, <laughs> it was just like a camera on somebody's laptop. But we're actually getting a roving experience We're now. getting like a tour from a horror movie, basically. It's, it's a horror <laughs> movie. I mean, not because your house is a horror movie, but because it's the classic angle where it's like on the face and, you the know. Blair Witch Project. It's yeah. Blair Witch I, Project. I will be crying and, uh, and there may be some hiding. Crying, like, yeah. asking, like if anyone finds this recording. Exactly. So scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how's life treating you, man? How have these ten months been? It's been good. Um, yeah, it's it's been really nice. The thing that I feel like I tell people most often when they ask that is that I feel much more often like I'm getting away with something and that I have a pretty sweet deal wow. than than the other days that are like Oh God! What what's happening and what did I do? <laughs> uh, those are pretty minimal and definitely balanced out by the others. So that's good to hear. Uh, so the ratio yeah, is, it works great. out okay. The ratio of dark days versus bright ones. It sounds like it works out okay. Yeah, for sure. You're getting me at the end of like it's been summer too, so it's been awesome. We're just like outside all the time, and uh, so now I guess heading into months where that. <laughs> The literal darkness will be a That's lot true. more frequent. Darkness will encompass. That's true. Joe, yeah. I don't know if you've been outside, but it's actually like mid-November. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like where? I know. I was like, where's Joe? Literally just daylight it's savings still time. Still summer. <laughs> no, I feel like I'm, I'm reflecting back You're taking the, the stay-at-home dad thing a little too seriously. <laughs> like, man, the year 2018's been a good one. Let me tell you. I love Joe literally hasn't left his house in 10 just months. Just celebrated Valentine's Day. It's been such a fun time. No, but yeah, it, it is it is interesting the transition between uh being able to go outside a lot and not being able to go outside a lot is even even in uh in you know our situation I have to say is a big it's a big deal. You lose yeah. like a significant amount of activities that you can be doing. Oh yeah. yeah. It's huge. And you have to find other activities to, you know, take up the space of that because otherwise, especially you, you know, and you're in that situation I imagine would go crazy without having like figured out what to do with that time right especially because it's apparently still summer wherever he is <laughs> um it's so good i know i'm here on the beach uh i was like for a second i'm like did he did he move somewhere <laughs> <laughs> you're 
don't know what's going on. He's literally living in Cancun now. It's a reality. You are in New England, I know right? it's cold, but you can still get outside. It's not like it's like 25. Yeah, but it's not know? summertime, Joe. The leaves <laughs> fell off the trees already. It's summer. There oh are two God. months. There is, is summer. So funny. And then there is winter, which occurs in January and February. And then it's back to summer. That's true. Yeah, the springtime is yeah. one afternoon in the middle of April. <laughs> that's that, true. And we're like, whoa, leaves are... Oh, that's okay, it's very true. Summer. So what do you... How have you taken up the time? Because I feel like, you know, when we talked, that was one of the big things, right? It's like, how do I plan out my days and like figure out you know what to do uh in 365 days of summer <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally so, you know and i actually i i thought to myself i was like i oh, you know i should listen back to like what we talked about and i totally oh, didn't man. do that um, <laughs> see about summertime but... pool activities <laughs> <laughs> Why is this so funny? Oh, is like literally weeping right oh, now. This is so funny. <laughs> no, yeah. So, so what? What? Um, what is the biggest, the biggest uh, difference for you? I, 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 here we go. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna know, pull it back I, in. So, what so is, what has been like the, the just let him answer been. the question. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I've been trying to do uh, is, um, or that I feel like I've had the opportunity to do is just to like go more slowly at things. Oh, so yeah. like we are not at a museum every week. I can't even. Why are you still <laughs> <laughs> <I just> go. <laughs> oh my uh, God. I need to turn the video off because I'm watching you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not <laughs> okay, no, no, I'm serious now. Yeah. But it sounds like, yeah. you know, in um, all seriousness, you're in a summer mode. And you're- yeah, a little bit, you I guess. You figured out right? a slow down um, life, right? Yeah, no, I feel like, uh, you know, there are a lot of things. And it's it's been, like, as much for, like, a change for me and the way he's operate than as it is, like, for for the family. And that just, like, I am uh, have never been a person who, like, goes slowly at things. And, yeah, uh, yeah. like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I, I listen to... Uh, Patrick talking about like, hey, one day I thought about getting a cheeseburger in Montreal, and so then we got in the car and drove to Montreal <laughs> they overnight. Got great cheeseburger story. Like, I, tell you. I can't imagine living a life like that, and to my detriment, like that's that's fun, that's great. It's um, it's crazy. I feel like, what's the craziest yeah. thing you've done over these ten months? Um, <laughs> man, I just set myself up for uh, for a ball. Not that, <laughs> no, no, I don't know. <laughs> No, it's so just I, you I on like a, in a pool on a float and just like, um, uh, I don't know, like whims. Like the other day we went to, uh, we went to the farm, uh, in our town and threw a pumpkin at a goat. Um, <laughs> and then the goat ate that pumpkin. It was great. You're like, that goat has it coming. <laughs> You're not helping me stop laughing. I guess. <laughs> why, why are you throwing pumpkins? You at it was, Is this it what happens when you goat. become a stay-at-home uh... dad? You just throw fucking pumpkins at livestock. <laughs> what is happening? This episode right now uh. is not necessarily an advertisement for becoming oh a stay-at-home. <laughs> you apparently yeah, lose your mind. <laughs> Yeah, do me a favor. Don't play this for for your coworkers. They're gonna be like, "Man, he lost it. He really yeah, just he went off the deep end quickly." He was no, man, I think you figured it out. Here, if anything, and then he just no, you you wow. found it. Yeah, you know, it was we were done with the pumpkin, and it was a good goat. It was a hungry goat, and uh, oh, you were feeding it. Was really it. nice. Oh, you were feeding it. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were I, attacking this guy. I was like, what the hell is well, going on? Well, that's what I heard. I heard throwing it at. I, literally, I imagined like a huge pumpkin and you just of, heaved uh, it at the Patrick thing. Green here, you know? I, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you've had the flexibility no, we, we had to do more. we a good more... relationship with this goat. Oh, that's good. Okay. That's good. Yeah. You've established a relationship that's, with that's, it. That's the way you got to do it. And then you attack him with a pumpkin. That's right. Listen, I'm glad right. that you have had this ability to chase whims more often because I feel like that is something that the workaday rhythm uh, really plays against. So that's like really, yeah. that, that must be a very different feeling day to day. It is, it is. I, mean, I feel like just the realization, which took me a, a little while to settle into, but that uh, we're not in a hurry to do things. Yeah. <laughs> my son is throwing my car keys. Pumpkins. <laughs> that's fine. He's throwing, <laughs> he's throwing pumpkins. pumpkins. But he's like, this that is what you do, Dad. Yeah. I have half an eye on him. So um, I imagine, you know, if we're talking about this balance between Patrick still lost it, whims and scheduling, right? Is it the case that yeah. like 
by creating more of a structure and a schedule around some of your day, you then have more freedom to, you know, go attack a goat or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Like, is it, because I'm, you know, I, I think you and I are more similar in that we're more a little bit more structured, responsible, right? Is that responsible, right? structured, yeah. So I'm just yeah, curious like how that's played out in terms people. of like, I mean, yeah. despite everything I've said so far. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> Adult, you know, responsible. Yeah, exactly. Like adult, yeah, exactly. So far, yeah, yeah, we're we're still both adulting while <laughs> Patrick's in childhood. I'm already thrown thrown shit at goats. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I have no doubt. So, no how doubt. do you structure your days? Um, you know, I feel like we're we're fairly structured by. So, my my younger son is still. He just turned one, um, and he still naps a couple wow. times a day. And so, there's a sort of built-in structure. Oh. Um, that around that and yeah. so it's more um, uh, seeing where our opportunities are within that structure so um, I know generally when he's going to sleep and so then most of the time you know on the days uh, so there are two days a week where my older son is home as well he just mm. turned five wow um, and the other three days he goes to uh, to pre-k yep um, and uh, on those days you know we with the younger guy napping I uh, twice a day we um you know you have sort of a small window in which you can do things so oh yeah we'll, like take advantage of that so i'm like all right i mean if you want to keep that tan get your shoes on use get those ready windows he's gonna wake up time. soon we're gonna get in the car and we're gonna go do the thing and then yeah. uh you know do that until he crashes and we have to shove him sleepily and angrily back in the car and <laughs> get back home <laughs> back but, but he also is a second kid and so he gets you know just dragged along to a lot oh, of totally. stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> There's a lot less like uh, we're, we're uh, not so cautious about protecting his his nap time or anything. He's you know he's a more resilient kid either by nature or or because of that. Who knows? Oh, it's so true. But, um, I mean, I feel the same way with Luke. Where it's yeah. like it has to be, but because of the conditions, right? I mean, like you're yeah you're forcing them to be more adaptable because they're just going with it, and you're not as a new parent. <clears throat> you know, questioning everything you do and like yeah. trying to protect that time as much. Although I guess I am still pretty protective over Luke's nap time, mostly because it's my downtime. You know, that's when like Grace will watch a little bit of TV and, uh, yeah, and I can, hours. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unassisted. <laughs> you just give her a pack of cigarettes oh, and tell her to watch yeah, the TV. Exa- oh man. That's, that's what you do. Yes. She's good. It, it is amazing how much, yeah. how different the day to day, uh, like, pattern is with the second kid like yeah. with with Henry like he he sometimes doesn't nap sometimes uh, he does need to let me get that out I mean I know he's three but he definitely needs naps yeah. still yeah. Um, yeah but if it happens it happens if not then he's just a terrorist and we deal with it yeah but with Jude you know like we would every single day be like we have to get this nap to happen and if it didn't we would not do anything <laughs> until until he napped we would stay <laughs> locked inside for hours yeah. until he would nap with Henry it's like he's not gonna do it whatever right. let's just yes go. that's you know? true like, that, that's okay, how we are just too, like though. cut your losses yeah, right. exactly. Give him the ninja stars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I could like totally. spend an hour battling and trying to get him to go to sleep, but like I would rather do something else with that hour. Right. Totally. And it has yeah. large consequences, I think, for how subsequent kids after the first, you know, are more resilient. Like you're saying. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you noticed what what, what other uh, differences have you noticed between your two? Um, I don't know. I mean, again, it's there's so much that I feel like is they're very different kids in a, in a lot of ways, and it's a lot of it I think is baked in, but. Um, certainly some because of our situation, you know, their situation is very different, both in terms of me being at home, mm-hmm. um, and being the second kid, you know, there's a lot of different stuff going on. Um, yeah, he's, he is, uh, just a more like resilient and, uh, also fearless kid. Um, yeah. our, our older son, um, is like, I don't know. Cerebral, like sounds, but he's like, you know, he's he's like a thinker. He's like, no, I he's I can totally kid. relate to that. He's, I feel the same with you know, mine. He's just he's less a physical kid than than this guy. Yeah, um, yeah. Who is literally pooping right now? Um, he's not the only you guys one. Are let me tell the you, real stuff right now. <laughs> are you actually watching the poop come out of his ass right now? Like is that the way the floor? you said that? No, yeah. he's he's standing and holding onto a chair and looking at me. Oh, he's um, got the poop face. That's the same thing John does. The you red can veins tell. bulging. You can always tell John's yeah. going to poop when he grabs a chair and he stares always. at you. Yeah. The really intense eye contact. Henry still does it yeah. even when he's on the toilet now. Like, like he'll be like, Dad, 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 I'm coming. I'm going to poop. And I'll walk the in and he'll just be staring contact. and frowning at me. Yeah. Like, like, 
And I'll be like, Henry, it's like, getting kind of weird. We don't have to do this. We don't have to look at each other. Just like, and he'll like, yeah, grab like, my <laughs> shirt and pull me closer and be like, watch me. <laughs> like, man. Oh, man. So, so what else have you noticed? I'm curious about this contrast in their experience and your experience where you've had one mm-hmm. who grew up having both parents work, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then the other who is in this early stage of life um, where you've been home. So, like, what have you mm-hmm. noticed you know, differently about this second child and your experience of them, or has it been much different? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, he's, um, I feel like I've uh, explicitly noticed a lot more stuff that's like second kid stuff rather than like being at home versus group care. Right, right, right. Um, Which I'm sure I will like realize in retrospect later. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, just his... uh, He's he's fearless. He's like wants to do every single thing that his uh, older brother can do. Um, he started walking at ten months, and now he like runs and climbs things. He climbed most of a ladder the other day <laughs> in our backyard. Like I was with him, but I was just like, "You shouldn't be doing this." He's wow. he's almost fourteen months. Sure. So yeah, um, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. He's just he is will not be kept back and. Uh, like as much as possible, wants to do all of the things that his four, like four years older brother can do. Right, yeah. right. So I, yeah. I was specifically interested in that, you know, in your perception of raising two kids in different ways like that, being at home with one, because mm-hmm. um, I think it is counterintuitive. But from what I've read about this too, in terms of generations now versus in the past, the amount of quality time that working parents spend with their kids is actually very comparable to what generations past who are stay at home. Um, had mm. spent because I think you know th- we we have this maybe like fantasy or, or I don't know misperception of um, how much more time equals like what you'd observe or your the quality of your relationship with your kids and it isn't necessarily so linear you know what I mean it's not like just more time with kids equals better relationship or so it seems right. to be the case you know in your experience based on what you're saying um, which is you know interesting right because like maybe there isn't as much of a difference in our parenting of kids whether we're stay at home or at work, it's just that we sort of, it manifests differently. And the time that you do have, you obviously, you know, you put quality in where <laughs> you put quality in, in some yeah. parts and others, you're more laid back and like it all kind of evens out in the wash, <laughs> I guess. Cigarettes and a TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe that's just most of Joe's day now, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Does that sound yeah. right? Like that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Cause I, I feel like the thing that I think about a lot is just that like, you fill up like the time that you have and like that amount of time might be different, but like you, you know, you adapt to whatever sort of shape your, your day is or your, um, yeah, like the, the care situation. It's like, I I think of when, uh, we moved from like a very, very small apartment into like a reasonably sized apartment for the first time and like put all our, like moved all our stuff in off the truck and like, Oh God, there's like, we filled half of one room and there's like four rooms in this place. It's amazing. Yeah. Right? And, um, 12 stories. And then like two months later, we're like, Oh, we filled the entire place with furniture. We like borrowed a table from someone or like found a thing on the side of the street. And we're like, Oh, we like filled it up. And I feel like the same is true of, um, like ha- it happened quickly with me being at home that <laughs> I feel like we, just adapted so much to the amount of time that yeah. I'm at home and around. And we're just like, now it feels like, Oh my God, how did we do all of the things mm. that we did when we were both working? But we did. And you know, we don't look back and think like, Oh my God, our first son was so neglected and we had right, no, right. no time with him or anything. Cause we did, you know, we, he was, uh, we had a ton of time with him and it was great. And, uh, so yeah, it's weird how, um, in some ways it doesn't feel, um, I don't know, all that drastically different from thinking right. back to like our time with our, our first son at this age. I love that analogy of the house and, you know, we can relate to that, obviously, anyone who's <laughs> moved up or down or whatever, that you do just fill the space, right? And it's the same way with time, you know. <laughs> with th- mulch. With Yeah, with mulch, exactly. You fill the space Definitely wherever mulch, it needs yeah. to be filled. Yeah. Um, and, and, then, and then it's yeah. always got to be filled with mulch. Always. <laughs> you know, even day to day, I experience this with like meetings, right? If you schedule a half hour, you're going to use it. If it's an hour, you're going to use it. Like, yep. that's just how yeah, we totally. operate, right? We take up the space. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. It challenges maybe our perception of what we actually can do. And this, of course, comes sharply into focus when we have our first kid and then have more kids too, where it's like you somehow 
make it work, you know, with time and resources and all that. Um, yeah, it's like it's kind of a refreshing thing to hear and think about, right? Because it is. Yeah. It means that you're poss- You're yeah. There's a, there's a lot of possibility there that you don't necessarily grasp fully or can't. And it's similar to the studies that show almost unanimously that a four day work week is more productive than a five day work week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, right. And, it, and I have to say, as soon as I uh, switched to this flexible work arrangement with Fridays being at home, like I, I was way more productive when I was in the office because it was a, it was a more finite amount of time that I needed to get through things. Yes. And now and, and yeah. I used to feel like to sort of justify it to justify my flexible arrangement. I had to work like crazy hard on Fridays so that nobody would think I was like slacking around. Yeah. yeah. But the reality yeah, is like yeah. nobody cares. <laughs> like the whole point is to have time to spread out and to think and to like experience your life. And yeah, doesn't that make so much more sense too yeah. that you'd be set up so that like you do the schedule that works for you and gets the job done. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like there's no one to prove it to in terms of like how you're using every piece of time. But like get your shit done. This to me feels like it's, you know, leading towards the future of this work life balance where we have very different um, experiences and maybe schedules. And, you know, there's a lot to work out there in terms of how technology helps facilitate some of that. And, you know, there is always still the time zone difference issue where. Um, you want to align as much as you can with uh, with times <laughs> um, and working with the people that you need to. But like mm-hmm. it's it's interesting to think about the future of work and life at home and how that sort of, you know, I don't know where that is headed. Um, I guess coming back to you and your life, what do you think? What are, you know, what are your thoughts on where that's headed for you? Um yeah, I don't know. You know, we uh, my wife and I sort of when we started off uh like decided on this arrangement sort of made a deal that we would check in like at at key points like is this still working for us and that's like some like both financially and just in terms of like the pace of our lives and what we want to do with our our careers and um I feel like each time we sort of check in and and really go through it we're like you know what this is is working really well and we're um we've we've been able to um to make the finances work and we're you know getting time for all the goat stuff that we uh, <laughs> to do and the 50 days and, of summer um, or and uh, very seriously, I, uh, I, one of my concerns that I remember, uh, not a huge concern, but something I remember like thinking about going into this was, you know, am I going to be so caught up in like the day to day of like, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. And I've been like changing diapers and we've been like running after these kids all day. And like to actually remember like in the moment how um, fortunate I am to be able to do this and be really like grateful and appreciative. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's taken less less work than I thought it would to mm. like get there and I actually find That's myself awesome. in the moment like again I swear we've done other things except um for a cost goats but <laughs> I had the thought yesterday like we just we went to the farm in the afternoon and like hung out there for a while and walked around and looked at animals and I was explicitly thinking like man this is this is cool this is not a thing that I had this type of thing is not something that um had as much time to do before mm-hmm. and we're super lucky that we're able to to be able to do this. So, part of me feels um, like definitely feel the sort of the privilege of being able to you know make a decision that, um, yeah, that we were able to make work and yeah, it's been great. Part of me feels like maybe why you've had an easier time being consistently mindful of it is because of the process you and your wife went through to this point where you had to make that decision to do something that you knew was you know not necessarily what you had had in mind you know, up until getting closer to the the moment of impact, you know, it was something that was kind of new mm-hmm. that you had to consider. And you, and and considering it, you were forced to think through what is this going to look like? What is this going to feel like? How will this deviate things for me? How will this set me back, quote unquote, in certain career aspects? How will it set me ahead in certain aspects? Like you, you already kind of went through the arithmetic of that before it happened. So I think now that you're there, you have a clearer context to experience it through. And I think that is something... Like it, maybe it's worth more of us doing that even when we're not in the midst of a huge life transition like that. <clears throat> I mean, mm-hmm. even at the outset, for example, of a new school year, you know, or a new semester even. So like, you know, n- next time – something that I'm taking from this call actually specifically is next time Micah starts her new semester, I'm going to take a moment to kind of go through what you guys went through and to think through what this is going to look like, how things are going to change, 
what what are the new moments that I should really try to be present for and be thankful for? What are the things that I might miss? Mm-hmm. What are the differences uh, in the rhythm of our lives that are coming up? So that way, as they unfold, I'm not always kind of like surprised by them, but more it's it's more just I'm I'm aware that that life has changed and that that was, that was something that I knew was happening, so I could appreciate it instead of always being so reactive to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Something that I, I want you to respond to that. I also want to give you a really hard question, and I also want to do something separate from that, which is uh, congratulations wow. to Dave Cincy. Yeah, another guest, past yeah. guest on the show. Another past guest uh, and his lovely wife. They have, As in, he's been on the show before. He has not passed. <laughs> he's, not, he's still alive. <laughs> this is not This is not a congratulations to a dead, to a dead uh, ex-guest on the show. No, uh, they, they, they had a, a, a child named Gideon Dale Cincy. Um, and this is their twelfth child, so it's just a huge deal. <laughs> Fourth, it's their Fourth fi- child. their three hundredth child. Yeah. Uh, no, seriously, uh, Dave. Congratulations to you guys, and uh, we can't wait to see you back in the office, and for you to come back and do a, an, an update for us too. You guys are great parents, and and use your uh, sir. What's his <laughs> sir? Timothy. Help me out here, Timothy. Sir Timothy. Sir Tim. What's his last name? Uh, Tim Berners-Lee. Tim Berners-Lee. Um, accent, which you so beautifully did, yeah. Yes, exactly Thank right. you, Dave. All right, so now I'm going to throw you and off, Kelly. Joe. Yeah, congrats, Dave. And That's Kelly, awesome. the one who, who actually the labored the child. Voice. She did. She threw the child into the world yeah. uh, from her body. She also has the best podcasting voice it's true. ever recorded. We should have her on here. So, Kelly, congratulations as well. Um, yeah. But now moving back to the topic of the show, uh, what has been the hardest part of this for you? Um... I was thinking about that actually, and I think um, uh, early on I felt like the um, the transition to being at home all the time was actually like more of a transition than I thought it would be in terms of like my expectations for the day. Um, I've talked to my wife a bunch about this, and we're like, what is different about our two jobs, which is a long list of things. But um, <laughs> the way that she has distilled it once that I really like, because she's smarter than me. Hey, buddy. It's all right. Um, is that was that, that was Julian agreeing with you, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, he was. You're um, a dumbass, Daddy! <laughs> yeah! Um, is that... Uh, my job doesn't end uh, in that I don't go another place from it, yeah. um, but uh, she can help me with my job and I can't help her with hers. Um, I like two of the key challenges there. So like, interesting, oh. interesting. Wow. I, yeah. And um, I feel like I also go back and forth. Uh, this is the thing we talked about a lot too. And that like, especially early on, we were like, oh my God, this is such a huge thing. And like the days can be long as any parent knows. Um, especially when, uh, Jules was really little Yeah. and at the end of the day, I'd just be like, Oh my God, I've been with these kids all day long, especially when they're both here. Like when you get home at six, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to go like stand over there and look at the wall. Oh yeah. I can only imagine. Which, yeah, which I is not totally invalid, but is also like, it's not like she's been. Uh, at the beach enjoying this summer weather right. uh, all day. <laughs> like, well, apparently. She's you know, she's had a stressful day too. Yeah, right. Um, and I'm like, oh, right, we like we have different things, but we are both like, like her job doesn't actually end either because she comes back and does does my job. Right, right. Right. You know, and like we, uh, so like the um, feeling uh, in my head of like, how do I, you know, uh, I don't know, how do I like both divide out time for for myself and um and, and making sure that I'm not uh like expecting more than is realistic from you know someone who's also working very hard all day. Mm-hmm, um right. and so uh we basically we just like talk about that a lot where I'm like, hey, I feel like I'm uh I'm like expecting you to do everything when you come home and that's probably not not cool. Right? He's like, Yeah, it's not cool. And uh man, you're good. You you raised that point. I'm I'm impressed uh, by <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> We're hearing it now. <laughs> Cuz usually that goes the yeah. other way where it's like one person being like, "Listen, I think you're, you know, not stepping up or you're like relying on me to do a lot of this stuff, right?" Yeah. But for you to actually observe that. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it was more just that like uh I was like f- feeling like it was uh 
it was like in there somewhere and i was like oh this is something i should like make sure i mm. don't do um yeah and that i'm we're not i mean talking about but just making sure we're not like you know running a list of like well i did these things totally and you did these things so like yeah. who who won <laughs> because that is not uh like we don't win this game my kid right. is uh sitting on the floor um next to uh a box fan that he just knocked over and uh Yelling from time to time. So yeah, the fans. You've got the fans going. Yes, the the fans of the zone. Yeah. that eighty degree summer weather. You know, you got to keep <laughs> those fans going. Cool, you know? Try to keep cool. Got the popsicles. He's <laughs> um, got the sunscreen um, on his nose. <laughs> but I, flip up glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, as Patrick was saying, it's I'm struck too by the level of communication between you and your wife. It sounds like you're really sensitive to some of um, the you know potential pitfalls or. Um, conflicts that you can get into that happen with all of us, but I imagine are magnified in terms of home care when one person is home. And there is that tendency for, you know, generally like a list of like how much I'm doing versus how much my spouse is doing. And if you don't keep it that in check, you that is where resentment can, I think, create a lot of conflict. And so mm-hmm. it sounds like you're really, you're doing a good job of getting ahead of that. Yeah, it's just, you know, we we realized it was it was a change. We had had a pretty good like system worked out for, uh, you know, between us over the four years of, you know, both working. And so having pretty similar, you know, work schedules and then, you know, dividing things up uh, at home. And then I was like, oh, how does this this change? Like, am I it goes in the spectrum between like look, I do this all day long. Everything's your job when you get home from work. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to the other side, which is like, I don't have a job. Like, this, this is my job. Like, right. what, am I, what am I saying? I don't yeah. do this later on. Like, this is all, this is my whole thing. Plus, he, like, napped for an hour earlier. And, uh, right, right. So, you know. But the reality is somewhere uh, in between, right? I mean, and that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you... Uh, how how often do you uh, are are you or I guess not how often but do you ever feel like the pressure of taking time out quote unquote of your career like is that something because that was something you had expressed last time we had you on that stuck with me because yeah. I, I I mean I love every single aspect of what you're doing for me personally like like that the, I, I could totally reconcile that and could see that but I know that there would be a part of me that would always feel that like little bit of kind of low grade pressure. Uh, and I know you, you're a very successful person. You work hard, you know, outside of just parenting too. Like, Extremely successful. Extraordinarily. <laughs> so extra- successful. You have a 3000 room house just full of homeless furniture. Um, and you've somehow <laughs> managed to create a summer ecosystem outside of your house. Living in a constant biosphere of summertime. Days. Yeah. You invented it, that It's actually, essentially right? the Pauly Shore comedy biodome. Biodome. Uh, yeah. Exactly. You've created it. But, yeah. but, but I know that, yeah. that you are like, you're somebody who also like values your career too, like outside of parenting. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm wondering, is that something that has been um, easier for you or harder for you? Or what, what's that been like? You, you know, I really think it's been easier for me than I anticipated. And that sometimes like I'll, I'll have that thought. I'm like, man, am I like... Like, should I be more concerned about staying professionally connected or, um, uh, you know, be be thinking more actively and more frequently about my next career move whenever that may be? Um, and I find myself being like, man, I'm, I'm not that like uh, – it's not something that preoccupies me maybe as much as I thought it would. And then I'm like, man, maybe I'm just like not – not ambitious or something, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I just thought I was I was a uh, pretty good, and I'm not. Um, but um, no, honestly, it, it's not something that preoccupies me as much. I do feel like it's it's something that's looming, and maybe as we're we're still feeling like it's going to be a little ways out um, to making that transition back mm-hmm. to work mm-hmm. um, because you know, things have been going well. We felt like we can make it work. Um, it's been less of like an imminent pressure to, to figure that out and more of just like an amorphous, uh, fear that I'll never be employable again sometime down the future, but I'll worry about that down, (laughs) down the line. Um, kick the can. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's, you know, it's something that doesn't preoccupy me on a, on a consistent basis as much. Do you feel more like yourself, less like yourself or the same? Wow. Ooh, Damn. That's a good one. Um, I don't know. I, I Barbara guess Walters I, over here. Bob Walters. Either more like myself or the same. I don't know. I have a, I have a good... Uh, I feel like I have a good sense of myself that was never... Like, to be honest, um, 
never as wrapped up in my professional mm-hmm. self. Like yeah. when I think when I think of like who I am as a person at my at my core, the thing I don't I, I never went immediately to my profession necessarily. Mm, yeah. So um so yeah, I, I think maybe maybe the same, maybe a little more myself. I mean, in that um I felt like becoming a dad initially was something that I um uh, felt a lot more comfortable with than I would have expected of myself, Mm. you know, 10 years before that or something. And it was like, Oh man, this is, this is a thing that I really truly love doing. And, um, feel like is, uh, yeah, it's something I'm, I'm good at and brings me very sincere joy. And, uh, yeah, so it's great. That's That's awesome. uh, That is awesome. You've, you've figured it out. (laughs) I'm all set, man. You've got it. uh, Got the straw hat. Got the. Uh... <laughs> I hope you enjoy the rest of your summer. That's that's maybe more of a goat slash farm thing than a than a beach thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think mixing our, you're mixing our your here. your two uh, identities now. I, I, apparently, <laughs> becoming more yourself is throwing pumpkins at goats and living in a continual state of summertime. If I could find you know a picture of a goat on a float in a pool, that would be the cover photo for this. Uh, you got Photoshop, John. Yeah, that's true. I could do it. But I'm not gonna. Just like a goat <laughs> on a surfboard, maybe. I yeah, feel like exactly. that could be my right. my character. If you're looking for any voice acting, um, <laughs> uh, from someone whose voice is objectively terrible to listen to, <laughs> maybe not necessarily oh, Kelly yeah. from podcasting with Dave, but you know, that's but, a high but, but not, no, but not bad. Not quite. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, well. Uh, I guess we can wrap because we're getting a little bit tight on time because I know you're chasing around mm-hmm. an adorable one-year-old. But uh, I just want to thank you so much for you know coming on, for being a friend, for being somebody who's been with the show for a long time. Um, this is obviously not the last time we'll have you on, but I'm glad that we could take a moment to um, stop and kind of appreciate what a what a big deal this has been, and and also to see how normal. Other than the fact that you've lost all sense of time, yeah, that like that it is refreshingly kind <laughs> and of are throwing normal. pumpkins at goats, yeah. and, right? Yeah. In the pumpkins. sensory deprivation chamber that contains <laughs> one <laughs> goat and a baby. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Thanks so I much hope for having me. Really check in again. I've been loving the podcast. Uh, great to connect with you guys. Let's, yeah. we'll talk again soon. I keep threatening to uh, come in and visit too. And you uh, should do it. You should. Yeah. Now that now the summer festivities are over, right. I'll, right. I'll make my Definitely. way in. Like, whoa, it's cold out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Great to Bye. see you guys. Bye, Julian. Bye. Bye, Bye. 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 B